This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 274 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Benefab Products, Total Saddle Fit, and EasySignsOnline.com. Well, hello, everyone. Glenn the Geek here. I am the only one with you this week as Reese and Philip have the week, their normal week off. And normally this is para week, para dressage, but they're all over in France right now covering the competitions over there. And our regular host for para dressage is, uh, you know her as Lindsay McCall. And well, Lindsay, as you know, is was pregnant and was very, very pregnant last time she was on the show. She has since had her baby. We want to uh, congratulate Lindsay and her husband on their birth of Audrina Abby McCall, born uh, August the 22nd, uh, 8 pounds, 13 ounces. So congratulations. I saw pictures of the baby. Very, very cute. It looks like mommy and fa- the daddy and the whole family are very, very happy. So I know that the baby was a bit overdue, and Lindsay was very happy to get that over and done with. And uh, now on to changing diapers. And she'll be back, uh, she said, uh, as soon as possible. I think she's still writing press releases for the Paradressage Association while they're over at WEG. So the work continues. We're going to provide you with a short show today. We're going to give you some WEG coverage, some interviews that I managed to wrangle up and some that we borrowed from other sources. And we're going to give you the review of the World Equestrian Games to this point. It is Thursday and it is August the 28th, so we'll be able to cover almost all of it. Three-quarters of it is over, and uh, yeah, I know all of you that are interested have probably followed it, so we're not going to spend much time on it. You've gotten your coverage other places, but hopefully we can provide you with an interview or two that you haven't heard elsewhere, and we'll do that here on the Dressage Radio Show. Next week, Reese and Philip will be back uh, providing a wrap-up of the World Equestrian Games, and I'm sure with a few interviews about that. Uh, So we'll be getting to all of that in next week's episode. I tried to catch up with Hope Hand, who is president of the United States Para Dressage Association, who was over there at, in the stadium, actually, as I talked to her, Skyped with her, and she, the video held out for a little while. Got to see everybody that was in the stands there with her, all our friends that have been on the shows. And then the Skype uh, crapped out, the internet crapped out, and we were not able to get the interview. So I do not have that one for you. They've been having some logistical problems over in in France, uh, from food to the bathrooms to transportation. Uh, there's been a lot of griping and complaining from everybody I've talked to about the logistics. Competitions, however, have been enjoyed, and, and the competitors are having a good time over there. But apparently for some of the spectators, it's... Uh, been an interesting challenge being in France. And we'll get to more about WEG and the interviews that I have for you right after this word from Benefab Products. Are you tired of treating your horse for soreness? Well then be proactive. Benefab offers you and your horse a natural remedy to joint and muscle stiffness, inflammation, and circulatory deficiencies. Benefab offers a variety of innovative products, like saddle pads and polo wraps and quarter sheets for your horse, and socks and blankets for you. 
Simply ride in it or wear it and feel the difference Benefab's ceramic-infused products make. You can check them out online at BenefabProducts.com or you can call them toll-free at 855-957-8378. Well, as most of you know, the team competition for dressage was held on Monday and Tuesday with Germany winning the gold. Thanks to a late effort by Charlotte Desjardins, the Great Britain came in with the silver, and the Netherlands came in with the bronze. The United States ended up in four, a very respectable fourth place, and I think we're, we're happy with that. Uh, what happened from there is that 30 of the riders were able to continue on to the individual round for the individual gold medal, which happened on Wednesday. And, of course, Charlotte Desjardins won that with another second amazing ride on Verlegro. And our friends at Horse and Country TV got to catch up with her as soon as she was done with the ride. And here's what she had to say about her individual test on Wednesday that led her to the gold medal individually. The World Equestrian Games on horseandcountry.tv in association with Horse First. Well, Charlotte, you have done it again. There is one more rider to go, but it looks like that you are now a gold medalist. How does it feel? Uh, well, until it's over, I'll breathe. But uh, obviously, <laughs> it's not official yet. So, uh, but oh God, I was so happy with my ride today. So so happy. Just it was such a shame with those three mistakes. They were a bit expensive. I was going for a new world record. That's what I wanted to do today. I thought, you know, I've got no team members to let down. So I'm just <laughs> going to let rip out there. You know, it was like putting your foot on the accelerator and going. And he just felt fantastic. I just, honest, like probably one of the best rides. You know, I know I had those mistakes, but he felt in himself absolutely brilliant and um, yeah just it was a shame he needed to go to the loo when I needed to PF that was yeah, a little bit of a, a bit of bad timing on I, I was like come on come on come on come on and he just like didn't really happen and then uh, the twos just felt so big I got too close to the board and he just was yeah. like no way I can't fit it in <laughs> bit my mistake I probably let them get a bit too long but obviously I was trying to go for, you know for the maximum and then I just had a short one on the ones on the center line um, but otherwise you know he felt really really good and and uh, really happy with him. He is incredible, and anyone who's watching it in the stands will know what it's like, but anyone who's at home won't realise how much noise the audience makes. Dressage, you're meant to be silent, yeah. and it's all meant to be very prim and proper, but when you're riding, everyone's talking, and you've got a 9.2 really early on. Can you hear that noise? Yeah, it's horrendous. <laughs> I have to say, it's probably one of the, hardest, the hardest thing to deal with when you're out there, because you can hear, whether you're doing a good thing or a bad thing, the crowd going, <gasps> so you're like the whole time, or they're talking, or you can really hear it, you know, at one point, I wanted to turn around and just go, shut up, you know, because you just can't think. You're trying to think of where to go, what you're doing, what you're riding, and you've got everybody talking and going, <gasps> you know, so you just, like, all the time, you're like, oh, what for done, what for done, you know? So, uh, yeah, it was really hard to deal with, but um, you have to just, I just kept saying, keep going, don't, just keep going, just keep going. And, uh, you know, when you make a mistake, it's like, forget that mistake, move on. Don't, you know, don't hold back. So, uh, I, you know, he was, I, I just love that horse so much. He's so good. He does everything for you. He even stops going to the loo for you. And he's won you another medal. I mean, congratulations. Give him a massive pat. Freddie's still here as well. Congratulations. And as always, oh, it's just so amazing. And World Equestrian Games. Yay! Cheers, Charlotte. The World Equestrian Games on horseandcountry.tv in association with Horse First. 
And, and some Americans put in some really nice tests in the individual competition as well. Reaching the individual competition was Laura Graves, who actually ended up in eighth place at the end of the competition on a score of 77.1. Uh, Stefan Peters also was in the individual competition on Legolas with a score of 75.7. Now, and then Adrian Lyle was actually came in 30th place and on a score of 69.2. Now, what happens is the top 15 of those will head on to freestyle on Friday. So we actually have two from the United States. We have Laura Graves, and we also have Stefan Peters, who will be heading on to the freestyle. So that's kind of exciting that that's the case. And of course, uh, Great Britain did quite well with three heading on to the freestyle in Germany, of course, and Denmark. All the ones you would expect are also there. I had a chance to catch up with uh, our roving reporter for the Horse Radio Network over there uh, in France, Darlene Ricker. And Darlene is from uh, equestrianauthors.com. She had a chance to watch a little of the dressage, and she's going to give us a little bit of the feel for what, what it's been like over there in France. Darlene Ricker is with us, and she is giving us a live report. She's been wandering around covering uh, the events at the World Equestrian Games, including the dressage, and she's here today to give us an update. We're recording this on Wednesday about noontime, so the individual competitions have ended, and as I said, uh, Charlotte Desjardins won the gold in the Grand Prix Special, so uh, the top 15 now will be heading on on to the freestyle. So Darlene, uh, you've you've uh, had the opportunity to watch some dressage in the stadium? Oh, I have. I've watched quite a lot of it, Glenn. And uh, what, very, very what's, what's mm-hmm. now the first couple days, it kind of looked like the stands were empty, you know, it, it, watching the video feed, it looked empty, but it's such a big stadium, I couldn't really tell. Yeah, it's huge. It has 21,000 seats. Um and basically, each, each day it has built up in attendance. Um, just like exactly, just like dressage over here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just now it's it's what? Let me see. It's uh, yeah, just about six o'clock local time here in Normandy. And normally the roads have been. Um, they warned us beforehand. You know, take the shuttles. There are free shuttles here. Take the shuttle, don't rent a car, don't bring a car, don't try to drive. You know, it's going to be a disaster. It's a small city, it's going to be a disaster. Up until today, it's been, I've been thinking, gee, why don't I have a car? There's plenty of parking, very, very little traffic. But today, in fact, coming to the office where I am now from the venue, it's, oh gosh, it took probably two or three times as long as it has all week. So definitely, definitely it's building up. And, and today the scans had a lot more people. I did notice that. And then of course, you have a venting coming this weekend, so your traffic is going to get really bad come Saturday. Uh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And the eventing is at Arade de which starts tomorrow, and that is an hour and a half from here. Whoa. So. That is one of the and, things about these games, different than Lexington, is everything is so far apart. Very different. Um, and in fact, also tomorrow is Endurance, which is in Satie up um, on Mont-Saint-Michel, which is an hour and a half in the other direction from the main venue in Caen. However, I will say, a number of the disciplines, of the other disciplines, 
pretty yeah, pretty much everything except for endurance and eventing are centrally located here in Ka. So the raining, the vaulting, the dressage, the jumping, show jumping and the show jumping for eventing raining is all is all within a few minutes of each other in Khan. So it's those other two though that are quite a hike. But I'll tell you, it makes for spectacular venues and I've been to both of them already to visit and to hang out with the team a little bit, some of the teams. Um the endurance up in Satie is just beautiful countryside and they're gonna be able to ride through seashore, forests, farms, pastures which they wouldn't be able to do here in Ka, and the same with the eventing. It's on 2,400 acres, which is twice the size of the Kentucky Horse Park. And they're going to be they're going to be riding on some of the ground actually that the uh, that the Allied troops invaded in the D Day. It's the same area. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it is the same area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, let's talk dressage here a little bit. What was the atmosphere in the stadium? It's such a large stadium. Did did that make a difference for some of the horses? It did. It's when the applause comes. It's absolutely thunderous, absolutely thunderous. And you know, a couple of the a lot of the dressage horses are pretty hot, and they're on and they're fit. So some of them did react. Um, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot reacted. Mainly, it was when they came out of the tunnel. The they come in the stabling and they come into a, a tunnel, a very dark tunnel, under the um, stands here at Sonano Stadium. So it's very reminiscent if any of the listeners have been to um, the old National Horse Show at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Same thing. They, they come out of a dark tunnel into these bright lights in indoor arena and just kind of go, what? So there's been some of that. Um, but other than that, you know, these dressage horses are pretty much pros and they've been there, seen that. So. Pretty much, they've been holding up pretty well. And was there a ride or two that really stuck out? Obviously, Charlotte Desjardins with uh, Vallegro stood out for everybody that watched it, and we were fortunate enough to watch it on FEI TV. Uh, and, you know, both of her rides, actually, uh, during the team and then it winning the individual gold uh, for the Grand Prix for the Grand Prix special. So tell us what you thought. Were there others that stood out to you? Pretty much the same faces, although there is one new one. He's not new in Europe, but he's new to the games. Um, and I did speak with him individually right after one of his rides. Um, Diedrich von Seelfout, a young guy, 26 years old, um, from the Netherlands, who scored very, very high consistently in, in both the Grand Prix and the Grand Prix Special, so he's qualified for the the musical Cur the Grand Prix Freestyle. And his horse is also, it's only a nine-year-old, and he's also qualified for, um, already for, for the 2016 Olympics in Rio. And, of course, we have uh, in that top 15, we have two Americans. We have Laura Graves, who's just been kicking butt, uh, you know, during this entire show so far. And then also we have Stefan Peters with Legolas. So uh, those two will be, Stefan was in sitting in eighth and Laura was, or Laura was sitting in eighth and Stefan was sitting in tenth. So we'll be uh, seeing more of them come Friday. And both of them were delightful to speak with and they were really quite happy. 
I bet. <laughs> I yeah. bet. You know what I was really excited to see, too, and, uh, the, the, you know, they made a point of it, uh, because right now we've got, uh, talk about Great Britain here, who had the silver medal in the team. We have Charlotte Desjardins, who's sitting in, in first place at this point, you know, had the gold today. And then we had two other Brits in there. We had Carl Hester and Michael uh, Eilberg, and they both... Oh, the whole team was wearing helmets, and Carl said they wanted to set an example for the rest of the world. So that's why the whole team showed up wearing helmets, which I thought was very interesting and, and uh, assertive on their part. It is, and Laura also wore a helmet. Yep. Yep. That's true, yes. So I, I think, you know, we saw a lot more of that that we haven't seen before. Um, so now the dressage, are you going to be there for the freestyle? I will. That's um, and you know normally, at least in my experience, the freestyle is normally held fairly late in the evening and under the lights, which is more dramatic. Right. Here it starts, I believe, one or one thirty in the afternoon. Oh, okay. And goes till till late afternoon, and it doesn't get dark here anyway until it's very confusing um, when you're coming from the states because it, uh, gosh, it doesn't get dark till I, I pretty close to ten, maybe between nine and ten. It's quite late. So it wouldn't be uh, written in the dark anyway unless they scheduled it very, very late. And they're trying to, not trying, they have organized the schedule so that pretty much most of the events end during the day and people can have time to go out in the evening, go to the Alltech Music Festival, go to a lot of the free events that are being held around the city. So that was done on purpose by the organizing committee. Well, so it's been an exciting competition so far. There haven't been uh, really any disasters except for I really felt bad for the Russian girl who came after during the, the Grand Prix, who came after Charlotte Desjardins, who, you know, after she got that uh, high score, the 86, whatever, and then ended up, you know, leading the British team to second place and ended up, you know, finishing in first after that, after that, um, that poor girl came after her and then it started pouring. It was just the weather seems to be changing every 10 minutes over there. It did. It's what I call Kentucky weather for a week, which is very changeable, compressed into one day. In other words, and I I am not kidding you, within a single day over the past several days, and I've been here a little over a week, we have had almost every day every kind of weather in one day and sometimes twice the same weather. In other words, one morning I woke up, brought my rain gear and all that, um, walked out the hotel door, and I was actually warm. I thought, oh, gee, so I took off my vest and, and whatever. Bright, sunny, hot. Um, hot for here, probably like 75, which is rather hot for here at this time of year. Then the very same day, that's the day you're talking about, um, with the rains in the middle of dressage, I'm sitting in the press room, And I thought that this was thunderous applause I was hearing, as we have been hearing quite frequently, but it was a sudden downpour. And when it rains here, it doesn't like sprinkle and then rain. It's just like all of a sudden the black clouds come in and it starts dumping buckets. So we had sun, we had rain. Let me think what else. We had wind. Then we had sun again. Then Then it got chilly. And this is all in one day. <laughs> so so pa- fine, for the, fine for the indoor, 
indoor disciplines, but for the outdoor ones. And, you know, endurance is tomorrow. And, and you know how that was in Lexington 2010. The test event was a monsoon. The, the actual race was great for weather. So they're really quite concerned, as are, I'm sure, the eventing folks. Well, that all begins. Uh, thank you so much, Darlene, for joining us here. We really appreciate it. And we're going to play your interview now uh, with uh, one, one, a young guy, actually, from the Netherlands who you got to catch up with and who is now who was sitting in ninth after the uh, Grand Prix special today and is going to be making his way to the freestyle as well. So let's take a listen to that, and we'll get caught up with you again. Thank you so much for reporting in. And, of course, you are with uh, equestrianauthors.com and over there reporting for many other uh, periodicals and magazines and stuff as well. So we really appreciate you joining us. And thanks to Alltech for providing the phone so we could have a good connection because apparently the Internet's not holding up real well either. So uh, we, we're, we appreciate Alltech doing that. Hi, Glenn. This is Darlene Ricca reporting from the Alltech FEI World Equestrian Games 2014 in Normandy. I am here with... I will let him introduce himself to you. Uh, my name is Diederik van Silvout and I'm a dressage rider. He certainly is a dressage rider. He is, his team won the bronze yesterday from Netherlands. And uh, Diederik is presently, in, this is the middle of the day on Wednesday, Diederik is riding Alando NH and OP, a stallion of what breed? Paddox Mittens. Paddox is uh, Pharaoh and Mittens is Thoroughbred. And this horse is qualified for the Olympics? Yeah, we are in the race for it. And um, I think uh, we have next year European Championships. And I hope to go there to prepare him a little bit more on the, on the big arenas. And uh, then we hope uh, 2016 for uh, Rio. Great. And tell us how you feel about having won, well, this is your first World Equestrian Games. Yeah. And just how it felt personally, how it felt yesterday to have the team medal and the ceremony, the awards. I think it's a fantastic experience because for me it's new. Uh, the, the, sta- the arena, the, the press, the people, everything that, you, that, you, uh, that come to you and ask you stuff. And, uh, but for me it's a fantastic experience and I think uh, we get a lot wiser when we are home next week. Uh-huh. Um, and you are 26 years old. Yep. You were Dutch national young rider champion, junior champion. Uh, European. European champion, excuse me. <coughs> um, tell us, if you would please, about Arlando, his character, and what he felt like to ride in that test. Uh, today, uh, Arlando was uh, in super shape. He was, uh, his extensions are, are brilliant. Uh, Passage Piaf is super. It really feels uh, very easy and uh, and simple, and I can feel that there is a lot more to come uh, in the coming next years. What did it feel like out there in the arena? The, you felt pressure. You felt uh, when what? I came through the through the how do you call it tunnel tunnel, and uh, I arri- I rode in, and then I thought, oh, geez, all the people. <laughs> and after that, I said, okay, focus myself and just ride and. Did Alando no- Did Alando notice it, like when he came into? No, the yesterday we had the prize giving of the teams, and then he was really hot and and uh, and jumping. So I thought today I hope he doesn't have the tension of yesterday, but he was super. And he is a stallion, and you told me earlier that he is currently breeding. Yeah. 
100 males approximately last year, yet he stays quiet. Um, the, the season is over, so that's for me a good thing, but in the beginning of the season he gets a little bit stallion, and in the end he gets a little bit stallion, but I think it's just in time that we stopped and uh, now he's super, uh, super in his mind. So. And tell us, um, he's a nine-year-old, and tell, me, tell us please who owns him. Um, my uncle, uh, Jan Volmer, and uh, Family Bot, they own him together. And you've, ha been, you've had him, you've worked with him since he was two and a half year old, yeah. and he's now nine. Yeah. Um, what's special about him compared to other horses you've ridden? I know you ride a lot of horses. Um, he is super smart. It's unbelievable because uh, I cannot... Um, think of a day that I had to really to learn him something because Piaf Passage periods, changes, he's it's a, a natural talent. He's all everything doing so easy. And um I think that's the that's the most important thing of this horse that it doesn't doesn't cost him any strength or or power and that he that his body is good to to just do just do it on his talent. Mm -hmm. And tell us the story, please, of, of how you came here. I, I know it was very last minute. There were some changes on the yeah. team. And, and tell us, please, what the timing was of all this and how quickly you had to <coughs> prepare to come here yeah. to France. Um, Wim called me. Uh, we, first, we had trainings camp uh, last uh, 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 Monday and Tuesday. And uh, there we knew already that there was a little... With one horse, little problem. I didn't know which horse because they all just all were there, and so uh, I got home uh, Tuesday. And Wim called me. He said, "Prepare because we're not sure." And Wednesday he called me. He said, "It's okay, but stay prepared still." And they uh, Thursday morning the vet called me, Jan Greve, and he said, "Okay, I have to check your horse because I think there's something wrong, and you have to come with another horse." He was all right. So uh, he came and he looked at him and he said, okay, he's super fit. And then uh, the bonds coach called me at 11.30, something like that. And he said, okay, you're in the, the night team. No, in the No, on the day. On the day? Yeah. And then he said, okay, you can come. So we prepared everything and we left Friday morning. And what, you left the next day? Or? Yeah, next morning at four o'clock. So. Tell me, please, how did that feel? When you got that um, news, first I was a little bit stressed, and I thought, "Oh, geez, what, what do I have to do now?" And uh, then my father said, "Just take time, just pack your stuff and go in the truck, put your horse in, and just go, and you will see what, see what ha what happens when you get there." And I just did it, and it was okay. Yeah, yeah it was very okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what are your plans now, between I, now and Rio? First, I hope to ride Friday uh, the Cure, and um, then he has a nice vacation, and then we start to prepare him. I I'm not sure to or I ride the World Cup season. I I have to look. I I wanted to, but I've been here now, so I have to see how he is, and I don't wanna wanna over over ask him. Um, we just we for sure ride the observations next year for the European, and um, and then I hope that I can go to the European Championships to, to get a little bit more experienced and that he knows more of these arenas. Total Saddle Fit, the shoulder relief girth that Reese and Philip both love.
And here's why. The Saddle Fit solution you have been waiting for is finally here. TotalSaddleFit.com is proud to introduce the Shoulder Relief Girth. This strategically shaped girth actually moves the girth line of your saddle back over one inch, thereby freeing your horse's shoulders from the saddle. Traditional girths pull saddles up against a horse's shoulders and often over the top of the shoulders. The shoulder relief girth's recessed ends allow for the billets to buckle into the girth farther back to give your horse unparalleled freedom of motion. We are so certain that your saddle will fit better and your horse will be more comfortable that for a limited time we are offering a 30-day, 110% money-back guarantee. If you are not totally satisfied with your shoulder relief girth, send it back for a full refund plus 10% of the purchase price. Don't wait. Order now for the best saddle fit solution available. At totalsaddlefit.com. Visit totalsaddlefit.com. This week's Spotlight product from EasySignsOnline.com is their Outdoor Silhouette Cutouts. Made from a long-term outdoor durable vinyl aluminum material, these cutouts will outlast the old-style painted wood ones by many, many years. A great way to add an equestrian image to your barn, horse stalls, mailboxes, houses, or campers. Choose from dozens of equestrian or animal graphics online, available in two different sizes starting at only $59.95. And remember, free shipping on most orders over $100, all at EasySignsOnline.com. Get your silhouette cut out today. And, of course, we can't forget about the para-dressage side of things. Uh, they were active over the last couple of days in France as well. And, as I said, we tried to get an interview with Hope Hand, uh, who's president of the Para-Dressage Association in the United States. She was there with all of her riders, but I uh, couldn't get the Internet connection well enough to, to make the call. So we'll have to uh, catch up with her, uh, hopefully, next week. Susan Trebess, 37, of Winters, California, was the first to compete Tuesday, and uh, she was riding her nine-year-old pre-stallion by the name of Chianto. Trebess earned a score of 65.8 in her grade four test, which put them in 10th place individually. Sophie Wells, the 2012 Paralympic Games team gold and individual silver medalist from Great Britain, won the grade four team test aboard uh, Valerius with a score of 70. 4.5. And of course, Great Britain just cleaned up and won the gold for the team competition as well. In the grade two team test, it was Rebecca Hart, uh, who's been on this show many times. Uh, and is also the United States Equestrian Federation Para-Equestrian Dressage National Champion, riding her new horse, 11-year-old Dutch worm blood, Schroeder's Romani. And Hart handled a few moments of tension well and earned a score of 67.9, good enough for a seventh place individually and a place in, in the freestyle as well. Another British uh, Paralympic veteran, double gold medalist Natasha Baker, took the grade two win with a score of 73.6. Uh, aboard Cabral. And also, uh, Great Britain's Lee Pearson won a world championship once more with a very clear win in the 1A or 1Bs. Lee piloted his uh, parents' horse Zion to a score of 77.3 to clinch his seventh 
world title. This is the first individual championship gold for Lee since WEG 2010 in Kentucky. And let's take a listen to what he had to say about it. I absolutely adore my horse. He is such a dude. Um, yeah, we have a great partnership. He's always been in the shadow of gentlemen. I decided not to do para equestrian with gentlemen since London and really been working on getting stronger and, and even more correct. And he's just come here and excelled. Grade 1A rider Roxanne Trunnell had to warm up in the drenching downpour, but skies cleared just in time for her for the team test aboard her longtime partner, the 19-year-old Dutch warm blood Nice Touch. The pair was eighth individually in a score of 68.0, and the class winner with a score of 75.7 was Sarah Morganti of Italy riding Royal Delight. And we have freestyle yet to go in the Paras, and that'll happen on Friday, I think Friday or Saturday as well. We'll have more on the Paras with a wrap-up on next week's show, the Dressage Radio Show. I apologize that you had to put up with me today, but I was the only one left uh, here in, at the uh, HRN World Headquarters to do a sort of WEG wrap-up on Dressage. Hope you enjoyed uh, what coverage we could provide here. Obviously, most of you have are, already know what's going on, and we just wanted to give you a little bit of a wrap. Uh, recent Philip will be back next week. Talk about WEG and uh, you know tips and all that that they normally do here on the show. We'll also try and catch up with the Paris and see how uh, how they feel about what happened over in France. Well, that's it for today. Don't forget you can listen to the shows. The easiest way is just to go to uh, the iOS or Android store on your phone and search for Horse Radio Network. And Dressage Radio Show is one of the 10 shows that you can listen to streaming or download to your phone very simply and very easily through the iPhone app and the Android app available for the Horse Radio Network. That's it for today. We'll talk to you all next week. Be safe. <laughs>